There's good news on the home front concerning a coronavirus vaccine. The Pfizer drug company has announced initial testing of its vaccine shows promising success in preventing viral infection. Preliminary results show a 90% prevention effectiveness rate among trial volunteers who received the vaccine. Well, here with more is former Food and Drug Administration Associate Commissioner Peter Pitts. Mr. Pitts is co-founder of the Center for Medicine in the Public Interest. Peter, it's good to have you with us again. So certainly this is good news about the effectiveness of the Pfizer vaccine. 90% is amazing uh, compared to other vaccines. Your thoughts about it. When do you expect we'll see final FDA approval? 90% effectiveness from a vaccine for any vaccine is amazing. But when that vaccine is for COVID-19, it's a game changer. Clearly, there's still a lot of data to be given to the FDA for review. But I think that we could have a emergency use authorization for Pfizer, you know, potentially before Thanksgiving, certainly before the end of the year. And that means that we can begin to inoculate healthcare workers and essential workers. And then after that, probably early in 2021, we can roll it out to older Americans and people with underlying serious health care conditions and, of course, everybody else. And I think that the 90 percent number is good for lots of reasons. One, it's going to work. It's highly effective. But also, I think that's going to influence people as to the value and importance of vaccinations in general and especially for COVID-19. We've got to get the vaccination rates up above 60 percent for the general population if we really want to get the job done. 90 percent really is an astounding uh, percentage. It's, it's the holy grail when it comes to vaccines. I think what it tells us is the new, type, new types of technologies that we're talking about, mRNA, for example, messenger RNA, which is how the Pfizer vaccine is manufactured, allows us to manufacture these vaccines safer, faster, uh, less expensively, and we can scale up globally more quickly. So we're really hitting all of our uh, bases here relative to what needs to get done. Many people still say they won't get the vaccine. Just how safe do you expect it to be? What about potential long-term health risks? I'm very... Uh, excited and very positive about the safety profile of the Pfizer vaccine. FDA is really doing its job. They're demanding two months worth of data, uh, which is a little more than is generally uh, expected. And that's, I think, a good thing, considering the, the severity of the pandemic and the importance of a vaccine. If people don't think they should get vaccinated, they need to listen to the facts, protect themselves, their families, their communities, uh, their states, and our, and our nation. Unless we all get behind this and get vaccinated, it's not going to have the desired robust effect of stomping COVID-19 to the ground and allowing us to return to normal activity on a regular basis. You know, I think the 90% rate will convince people it's the right thing to do. I think that putting all of our politics aside and doing the right thing is crucial here. We've got to all get vaccinated and as early as possible. And by the way, that also holds true for the flu. What do you think of Joe Biden's choices to lead his advisory group on COVID-19? Doctors David Kessler, Vivek Murthy, and Marcella Nunez-Smith. I think they're good choices. You know, these are people that really know their business. I would have liked to have seen a, a smoother transition. In other words, some of the people currently on the president's uh, COVID-19 task force uh, could have been engaged. But I guess there are political issues that are making that difficult. But I think that the team that Joe Biden has put together is a solid team. They're going to do the right thing. They recognize the importance of vaccinations and the alacrity of getting people vaccinated and convincing people and educating people as to the safety of vaccines. I think we've got to talk to communities of color. They have traditional suspicions of government-run healthcare programs. We've got to deal with that respectfully. We've got to deal with people that don't think that vaccines are really that important. We've got to educate them. And for the people that don't believe in vaccines who think that they're dangerous, I think we've got to talk to them as well. We've got a big public education effort ahead of us, 
And I hope that Joe Biden talks about that sooner rather than later, because a community, a nation that's excited about the vaccine will get vaccinated and a nation that has suspicions won't. We have to make sure that every American wants to get vaccinated and as quickly as possible. I'm going to be the first one in line when I'm available to get a vaccine. And what do you think of a possible federal government mandate for mask wearing? I think he can certainly do it. I don't think it's going to be effective. You can't make people do things they don't want to do. We have to convince people that it's the responsible thing to do to wear masks, to maintain proper social distancing, and to practice enhanced personal hygiene. Unless they're going to hire you know, a million new police officers to write people tickets wearing masks, it's not going to happen. But there is value, obviously, in using the bully pulpit to convince people, to cajole people, to plead with people, to ask people to please wear masks because it's the right thing to do. And it is. I would hate to see uh, the movement towards a federal mandate further create polarization in our nation relative to uh, the science behind mask wearing. And how about the future of national health insurance and Obamacare under a Biden presidency? The Supreme Court will be deciding the law's constitutionality now that there's no insurance mandate. So what might happen? The Supreme Court is not going to rule uh, the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, uh, unconstitutional. I think that, pre that President-elect Biden, soon to be President Biden, you know, if that holds up, will certainly try to amend it because time marches on. Obviously, there are problems with the ACA, big problems. Hopefully, as one of the designers of the, of the legislation, he can see that and try to make it better. Okay, former FDA Associate Commissioner Peter Pitts, thank you for your expertise and for sharing your insights. My pleasure. Thank you very much.